3MDR 97.1 FM live at Newstead, January 2018. And we're with the wonderful Christian Mitzi, who's well known to many of our listeners. G'day, Christian. How are you going? Good. Really good. Thanks. Thanks Ooh, for making the me. time to talk to us today. Oh, no Busy man. Oh, it's been great. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I hear you were off in the, uh, your troubadour tent last night. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, it's always beautiful to play there. It's the... Uh, the Rod Laver of the folk scene. <laughs> <laughs> of Newstead? Of Newstead, that's right. Yeah, and you've got some yeah. so, uh, last night. Yep. You play, it was Thursday night the whole thing kicked off, wasn't it? Or? Thursday night, yeah. Yep. yep, and played a nice set in the community centre on Thursday night and then um, and then again last night at the um, at the Troubadour tent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, bit of billiards going on in the yeah, background. Yeah, we've got there. a bit of, yeah, we're in the pub having a quiet beer. <laughs> Christian over a pint. All good, is how it should be. I'm blown away by your lyrics and your songwriting, and I've only really probably met you maybe about a year ago, I think it was at a Leonard Cohen concert. Yeah. And we've heard some lovely um, feedback about your concert last night too. So tell us a little about yours. Your songwriting's very thoughtful, and um, some of the lyrics that, you know, I, when I think of your music, I think of Cat Stevens. Oh, great. And, uh, yeah, just your whole sentiment, it's very peaceful and very worldly. So, yeah, um, nice. How long have you been writing for? Um, I sort of started playing with songwriting when I was young, but... Um, <clears throat> You're not exactly old now, though. Well, you know, <laughs> when I was young, I'm talking about maybe 12 years old. Yeah. And then um, I just sort of uh, just sort of kept at it. It was one of those things that was really healing for me to do, to put the thoughts on paper and to sing them. I love to sing. And um, so, yeah, I've been doing it ever since, but I didn't really start doing it seriously until sort of in my 20s. Did, we, did, did you start off with the songwriting or were you playing a guitar and just you know, Oh no, I always played the guitar, yeah. Dad had a guitar, he wasn't very good. In fact, he was pretty terrible actually. <laughs> um, but there was a guitar in the house and I always wanted to, um, to learn how to play and I've always been just obsessed with music ever since I was really, really young. So Yeah, and who did you listen to? Because you're, as I said, when I, when, when I think of Cat Stevens and mm. the likeness to those, those lyrics, yeah. Um, they're, they're pretty thoughtful, provoking lyrics, like getting you to really think about some important issues. And I've got, I've, yeah. you know, I've printed off a couple of song lyrics here. One of the, one of the ones we'll play in a moment, actually. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, it's called We Ain't All Equal, which is a new single out. Now, this yeah. is obviously not a, this is one of your later items, but yeah. um, it's interesting. It's talking about the state of the world. Do you want to tell, talk us through that song a little bit? And how do you come to write or ponder such deep material? Um, I think we, the song We Ain't All Equal just sort of wrote itself because it was just at such a turbulent time of uh, Australian politics because it was right when we were having the election um, and all of these issues were being thrown up in the faces of everyone, even people that aren't necessarily politically thinking people. We were forced to have a look at things, and, um, and myself included. I'm, I don't consider myself a very political person, but... Um, the current situation and uh, had politicised everything, you know. So there was you had to choose a side, and that song basically just talks about um, just the just the just the crappy elements of <laughs> where we're heading, and maybe how uh, you know how we can somehow pull it back. And, it's um, almost like a call to ask people to to do something like a call to action, yeah, almost, but in a yeah. very peaceful way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's. Basically, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm again. I'm not a political person, but I still think that we need to be active in change, um, and that's really where the song's coming from. We're not going to get things done just by talking about it on Facebook. We're not going to get things done. That's the um, line. Yeah. Something about your, your Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So there is there is a lot of politi- political talk, but not a lot of political action. And um, 
And I think that we've sort of lost the art of protest. We've sort of lost those kind of things in our generation because it's just easier to vent online and just let it go. And I think that's where we fall down and a lot of things just go go um, unchecked yeah. in the government. So mm. that's, that's where the song comes from. Now, have you always sort of had that kind of mentality or awareness about your music when you first started out? Were you thinking no. about world issues as a child? Or? Um, oh, look, yes, they've always been in there. I haven't written stuff like that. But Bob Dylan was a huge influence on me. My mum sat us down as kids. I remember being about... I reckon I was about seven or eight years old, and she played the um, the forty five, you know, L, uh, EP of uh, Hurricane, Bob Dylan's Hurricane, yeah. and told us the whole story of of uh, Ruben Carter and all of that sort of stuff. And and I got really sucked in by that, the injustice and and how to right wrongs and how music can can change the way people think and feel about things. And I thought, and I was yeah, I was hooked. That's fantastic then. getting that message at a young age because it yeah. really can. <laughs> yeah, it, it really can. And, yeah. But you know, just just learning firsthand how it does, you know, those stories and the the real people behind this, the real stories is yeah, it's it's what what I love about music. What hooked me in first? Did yeah. your mum recognise? Do you think your musical skills at that young age? Was she, <laughs> do you think that's what she was doing? With an awareness, or was it just her love of music that she wanted to share it with you? Oh, no, she's not particularly um, fussed about music or anything like that. I don't come from a musical family. Um, Mum would have supported me 100% if I wanted to be a rocket scientist. You know, she's just (laughs) a a good mum and she she backed whatever I wanted to do. But but there was no real sort of push for it. It's just like, go and be, go and do what you love, you know. That was always. And you just discovered music. And it's interesting Mm. when you don't have musical parents that you've Mm. discovered music, I think. It's yeah. often passed down from people who play or you know, yeah. have lessons or have you, and they think, oh, you know, I'd like my child to have the same yeah. thing I've had. But it's lovely when you just discover it, and it's something that's obviously in you. Yeah, well, my gra- well, um, my, my grandma's husband had a really extensive record collection, and um, he used to take me, the Beach Boys, and, you know, Dion and the Belmonts when I was really young. So I, I loved all that old-time sort of 50s, 60s rock, <laughs> rock okay. stuff. But I loved it. I was hooked. Yeah, all, yeah. That, all the old stuff. Cat Stevens, Neil Young, yeah. um, Bob Dylan, uh, James Taylor, all those yeah, guys. Yeah, James Taylor. Now, someone else yeah. has likened you to James yeah. Taylor as well, which is a lovely compliment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> really lovely work. Um, so you've got four albums you've released. Yep. Um, we Ain't All Equal is a single. Yeah, it was just a single for that particular time. In fact, I, I don't, you know, it's sort of, I don't promote that song anymore. It's sort of had its, had its moment and I feel like I've just moved on from that one. Tell us a little bit about your latest EP, Christian Nitti. Um, the latest EP is uh, my first solo thing since um, 2008, and it's really for me just about getting back to the basics. Uh, I'd played with a band, a five-piece band, for the last sort of 10, 12 years uh, in different lineups and different forms. But um, was that Christian Mitzi and, and the Sirens? And yeah. The Sirens, yeah, yeah. So that was a great group of friends, and we 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 played a lot together. We toured, you know, over in Canada, and we did a few East Coast tours in Australia, and we had a lot of fun. But it it sort of ran its course as bands do, and um, and we all still love each other very much. You know, we're all still really good friends, but uh, the music just had to uh, evolve, and they had their own projects as well that they wanted to pursue, and. And I also feel like, I mean, at the time I was a bit heartbroken. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. But this year and this EP that I've just put out and all of this stuff that's happened has been one year of just me, uh, I suppose, conquering that that 
fear of um, standing up there on my own and just being Christian Mitzi rather than hiding behind the band and 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 trying to create a big band sound around me. Um, but talk to me a little quite... bit about that because it is a fairly exposing kind of place yeah. to be a singer songwriter on your own on a stage. And look, you're performing to several hundred people here just at this mm. event, but you've had much bigger audiences, I would expect. Mm. Um, what goes through your, you know, what goes through your body before you get on stage? Total terror, <laughs> absolute terror. I mean, um, like I said, I've just I've struggled with uh, performance anxiety over the last, well, all my life really, but it, it has become come to the surface a lot more since performing solo. Uh, I try and keep it contained and try and sing the songs and be centred and you know give a good show. But at the same time, inside, I'm I'm really really terrified. It never shows. I'm You're the most calm soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad yeah, have, that. Ever, you seem so in in your image of what you're singing when, when I see you perform. So oh, that's good to know. It's um, serene, and, and the people who leave feel that peace. And you know, um, you did a series of. Um, you'll have to help me out here. You did a series of. Um, there's some YouTube clips where you're playing um, in a studio, quite a, a small studio, I think it is. What's the name of it now? Oh, live at Spectrum. That's the one. Yeah. Live at Spectrum. Yeah. So do, is that not such a not such a bigger audience? But do you feel the same intensity? Because sometimes that more intimate audience can be more yeah. terrifying. Because absolutely. you're very <laughs> yeah, you're very, no, absolutely. Very Those raw. kind of audiences are sometimes the most difficult. It's no, it's not difficult. I absolutely love them. I get off on the direct connection that I can have with audience. And the smaller the audience, almost the better because you can you can really hone in on what's happening in the room. And there it, it truly is a, an exchange happening. You know, it's not just me singing two people. It's we're all giving to the space, you know. There's something happening in the room that's not just coming from me. You know? And the resp- it's actually a reciprocal, isn't it? Absolutely. So it affects the yeah. music and then it's a, it it's does. A, it's a cyclical thing. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Um, yeah. Have you got any tips for young people listening, or even some of the older ones actually who might be listening, who similarly might um, suffer from performance anxiety? What do you do? Uh, I wish I had some like knowledge that? What about you, what that. Have you, what have you found works for you? I think for me, what's worked is just taking the time to to be present and to. Um, uh, there's obviously everyone's got their own process. For me, what I like to do is just take that ten minutes before. I go on just to be alone um, and just to breathe and, you know, get grounded. Really simple things, but it has helped when walking onto the stage and, and having sort of a couple of hundred people just sitting there in total silence waiting for you to make your move. I've found really terrifying in the past, but now what I'm trying to do is just just sit there and be with them rather than being the uh, performer and just sit in the room and audiences feel are usually the space. pretty friendly. Oh, they are. They, folk, they folk want you to people, do well. <laughs> yeah, they want you to. That's right, you know. But it's so hard to get through your mind when you're fighting, uh, you know, some of the darker things that are going on in in your mind. You know, all of the not good enoughs and I'm a fraud and I shouldn't be here. Where does that come from? <laughs> now, come on. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows where it comes from? It's unbelievable. I mean, I yeah, I've played music all my life. It's the only thing that I I love to do and. Um, and I, in fact, I, I have no judgment on anyone's ability or capability to, to to get up there and express themselves. I think every music and musician has its place. Um, so I don't know where it comes from, to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
I'd like to play a couple of um, songs from your album today, but before Great. I do, I'd like to ask you a little bit about how they came to be written. These, these sure. are just a couple that particularly jumped out for me. Okay. Um, and bearing in mind, folks, that this uh, interview may be heard on some other community radio stations. Yeah. Um, but this one's called Old Friend. Tell us about the writing process from this one. It came from... Um, the Road Between EP, the, Road Between the very, album, first, the very yeah. first album. Yeah, so that was written... Um, so the song was released in 2008, but was probably written in around 2001 or two. It's, it's an old, old song, and in fact, um, I don't play it as often anymore. In fact, I haven't played it for a few years. But that, that song um, was about my then-girlfriend uh, and our situation. Uh, we weren't married, but we were together for 10 years as, as teens. And I think we just outgrew each other. You know, people people evolve as we're all supposed to evolve and we don't always evolve together, you know. Um, you can walk side by side with someone for a certain amount of time in your life but eventually, uh, you know, it, as can happen, you know, you, you, you it's change It's a beautiful parts. farewell. I love, I love exactly, the fact that yeah. it sort of it recognises an ending but it can be done in a respectful and kind and caring, loving way. It doesn't always have to be the big... The big drama. Argy-bargy, yeah, that's right. So I think it's beautifully worded. Well, we are still really good friends, actually. She's, uh, she's yeah, still in my life and, and um, yeah, very, very special to me. One of my oldest friends, in fact. So. Let's, have a, let's have a little listen to it. Okay. And um, we'll be back right after this. Sure. you go Like all good friends do Cause I want to feel right Remembering you Don't think I don't need you Just cause I don't say I do Take it too hard, babe Just do what you do Cause I'm strong in your arms But I'm stronger alone So send me on my way Into the world again
Don't let me look at my life in that way Cause I want to feel whole again To love you the right way To see myself truly Just like the way you'd see Love is a language I don't understand There's something to do with the good and the bad But if making us cry over things we won't see Then it's something else that I want us to be Oh please Just be a good friend to me in your life is not living mine so please just be a good friend to me MDR 97.1 FM and that was Old Friend by Christian Mitzi um, and he's uh, live with us here at Newstead uh, and um, we're going to be chatting about another song from an album called Midwinter Spring, just going to sample a few albums for you today and I picked this song out, I just again, I, the, the lyrics seem to be very, just so powerful, I think I'm struck by your lyric writing skill set, I want to know a little bit about how you come to write these lyrics but this one's called Place of Peace. Um, tell us a little bit about how this song was written. Um, this song came about, um, mid, the album Midwinter Spring took about a year to make and that was mainly due, be, due to the fact that um, most of the band members just weren't that available and the band was sort of, you know, uh, was coming to an end and it was really evident. And um, Place of Peace, I guess, uh, it comes from a, from a dark place but... Um, is an attempt to to find its 
you know, its way back to the light place, I guess. Um, and I suppose. Um, Ian yeah. Bland often says that. Yeah. You've got to have you've got to have dark to have the light. Yeah. You know, celebrate the dark because otherwise it would be. Well, to use a pun, bland, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> Ian, if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> there's no comment on you, Dar. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, it is, it's about that light and shade, and mm. um, we all have darker times. Yeah. Periods in our life where we don't feel so terrific. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think place of peace is just about recognizing that um, you know if if I had my time again, you know, I wouldn't change things. I don't have regrets, but what I do wish is that I could be a little more peaceful in my life, and I'm just trying to. Um, to, to start with a, with an attitude of peace um, that, that that resonates throughout me and into the, everyone that I deal with, you know, that's basically where it came from. Um, let's have a little listen to it. Great. Okay, and we'll be back after this short break, folks. This is Place of Peace, Christian Mitzi, ninety seven point one FM, or whichever other community radio station might be broadcasting this today. Is it true I am led by the thoughts I have feared? And my world is whatever I see. And am I to blame that when I let go of the reins, the world just lets go of me? And I've had my fair share of heartache Been caught somewhere between alive and deceased But I'd do it again Only this time, my friends I'd do it from a place of peace Oh, I'd go easy from a place of peace With each morning's dawn All my questions reborn And they threaten to swallow me whole Because on every news page There's a war being waged on my health and my earth and my soul and There's a fine line between passion and anger And I burn with no way of release I suppose that's alright if it keeps me alive And it shimmers from that place of peace Oh, let it shimmer From that place of peace Oh, this life is a bottle Being passed around Oh, let us drink to the living Let us drink to the drowned
I've been walking the miles I've been standing my ground Still tied to the old beliefs Despite the lines on my face And my dwindling grace I'm still a lost little boy underneath And I get so tired of walking I walk till I'm dead on my feet But when I reach the end I'll start walking again Walking to that place of peace Oh, let me do it From a place of peace Not that we went anywhere, but we're back, which we always say in radio, and I'm never quite sure why we say that. But <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Um, Christian Mitzi joined us here at um, Newstead Live, and that uh, lovely song was called Place of Peace from Midwinter Spring, and you can get a copy if you're enjoying this uh, music. And I'm certainly enjoying the interview, so I'm not letting you go quickly, Christian, um, at christianmitzi.com and on Bandcamp. That's right, yep. Uh, Spotify. No, 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 haven't really uh, explored that yet, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keeping it simple with the one medium. If you can get your head around all those different places that people get music from, good luck to you. But sometimes yeah. it's better. Less is more. Perhaps. I agree, actually. <laughs> I'd rather meet people and, and, and talk with them and give them a CD or, you know, come to the show. Come to the show. That's where it sounds best. Well, do you know, and I think you do engage, just jump there for a minute, but isn't that true? You do get this lovely sense, we were talking sort of, while the track was playing, about the engagement that you can have with the audience. Yeah. Um, whether you, how you're feeling or might not be feeling, what have you, but, but actually, people are on a journey with you in a, in a performance space. Mm. Um, so, you know, obviously, buy the CDs when you go to see yeah. your gigs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's now, um, let's talk about gigs. Let's get onto your gigs. You've got some fabulous lineup uh, for the first half of this year. Busy, busy. Yeah, it's been great. Yep. Um, what are you? What's coming up for you? Um, the one I'm. Oh, there's a couple I'm really excited about actually. Um, <clears throat> among other gigs, I'm playing a um, a show with uh, at the Spotted Mallard um, as part of a project called An Otherwise Quiet Room, which is a project that was conceived of by Mandy Connell, who's a uh, a local artist as well, mm-hmm. and uh, she's put together a a wonderful documentary with a with a whole videography team and and uh, sound production team and everything to create this series of videos that were filmed in local businesses around Melbourne and um, she chooses a different artist each time on each episode and we sing each other's songs and then we sing one more song by another artist that's not that hasn't been involved so you have to learn one of her songs. Yeah. And she learns one of your songs. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's unusual. So we we swap songs and then we we both do a duet of one of an artist that we really admire and respect um, that ha- perhaps isn't really on the scene anymore, hasn't done much for a while. Um, what a lovely idea. It's a beautiful idea and I'm really really uh, grateful to have been asked. Um, but that's happening on the 22nd of February at the Spotted Mallard and I'm going to be joined with a whole 
whole bunch of really amazing artists. I'm, I feel really, really privileged to be amongst them. You know, there's people like Gally, um, uh, Michael War. Um, Michael War's at the Newstead Festival too, by the he way. Is, yeah, yeah that's lovely right. chap. We yeah. interviewed him last year. He's got a new album out too. So check yes, him out. yes, absolutely. He's wonderful. Um, so what time does that kick off, Spotted Mallet? Uh, um, I think it's around about uh, 7.30, 8, 8 o'clock. All right, check yeah, the website, check folks. the website. And, and we'll, we'll actually get the details and blog it on yeah. the page after the show. Yeah, 22nd of Feb, that one. At the Spotted Mallet. And Speaking of Michael War, uh, I've got one coming up in my hometown, actually, of Moi at the Moi Hotel. Are you from Moi? I am originally, yes. Grew up there, absolutely. Oh, there yeah, go. that's yeah. right. That's a nice area. Well, he actually oh, sings beautiful. about... Is he, he's not Moi. He's, no, um, he's Mafra. Yeah, I think he's up from Puong direction, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, no, say, past sale. Past sale uh, in a, a small place called Hayfield, I think Hayfield, it is, outside right. of Afra. Um, he's got outside some great songs Afra. that describe life in Hayfield. Yeah, he does. Hayfield Girl, I think is one yeah, of them. Right. that after, after this interview. Oh, yeah, he's a wonderful songwriter and a really top person as well. Um, so he's going to join me at, at the Moi Hotel on Saturday, um, February the 24th. Terrific. And that'll be a really nice show. Excellent. Mm. Two of you together would be a fabulous lineup. I should be nice to be home. Mum and Dad. Mum and Dad still live down. Mum lives in there. Yeah, so yeah. she'll be there. Yeah, Excellent. it's going to be great. Mm. Awesome. All right, and then I want to bring you to one, obviously local to the hills listeners yeah. that want to catch you. Yeah. Um, so I'm you, really... and you'll have to book early, folks, because you'll sell out at um, Skylark. Oh gosh, I hope so. Yeah, I've, I'm really, really excited to, um, in a way, host um, one of my favourite songwriters, uh, Charles Jenkins, who. Um, is such an inspiration for me um, on a personal level, on a songwriter level. I mean, I think he's just wonderful. I'm and, stoked um, that he's coming up to the hills as well. It's just yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's really great. Saw him at Port Ferry last year. And, um, he is amazing. Yeah, he's a yeah. terrific songwriter. There's not many that, that are better than him. Um, so I'm really happy to be um, supporting him at, at Skylark on um, on the 21st of April. So please uh, if you if you love live music come down and see Charles Jenkins play he's he's just one of the finest yes and he's been a, he's a good he has been a regular guest over last year with us um, yeah. and also on the 8020 rule which you can hear on a Monday morning with Chris Hext fantastic um, and yeah terrific writer he's got a very he, he tends to write a lot about what he sees in the landscape around town not unlike in bland I think in terms of an observation of what he sees in the community or yeah, sees definitely. In, a, in a streetscape and I, I find that interesting and I'm also quite impressed that he can actually put the word no bean into a song <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's his real skill isn't it to be able to capture the spirit of uh, people and places um, in such beautiful detail and um and it really tells a story. And even if you've never been there, you get a sense of the place. That's right. Yeah. And, that, and I think that's the delivery of the art form, isn't it? Yeah. That's the real, Absolutely. real creative skill. No, he's, he's that is going to be a fantastic feel. I will definitely be there. Awesome. I'm booking my ticket today. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, thanks so much for joining us today, Christian. It's really lovely to see you going from strength to strength. And don't forget, you can get Christian's, Christian's music at christianmitzi.com. And we look forward to seeing you playing it. Just, I think you're just going to go from strength to strength. Oh, thanks, Fill up Trish. that whole bill for the year. Thank and you, you. Have you got tours? Are you going uh, further north, south, east, west? I'm um, going to Sydney in July, but really I haven't planned anything out. Mainly my focus this year is to record some more music um, and put it out by the end of next uh, by the end of this year so yeah that's the focus thanks for having me really enjoyed meeting you today and um, enjoy the rest of the festival your show's on in about an hour and a half so it won't be too long we'll be seeing you there Um, you're with 3MDR 97.1 FM this is Classically Festival Saturdays on for the next couple of weeks Um, and we've been chatting with Christian Mitzi today thanks
Thanks, Christian. Cheerio. We ain't all equal and we all know that No declaration's gonna change that fact But there are those who throw away what most folks lack No, we ain't all equal and we all know that Dumb down learning and I'll dumb down schools Creating generations of us passive fools Where they can buy your vote and they can change the rules Cause who talks back who hasn't got the tools They got us fighting each other on the street With their anti-terror message on repeat And while our crooked eye is on the folks next door They're doing handshake deals to sell our land offshore No, we ain't all equal and we all know that No false democracy can take that back Just like the day they taught us that the earth was flat No, we ain't all equal and we all know that They got us doped up with a sense of gratitude While they spoil our water and pollute our food We say we're so lucky, yeah, we're doing fine In this lucky country of yours and mine I know it sounds a little bitter and twisted up But I'm just so pissed off about it And I know it's a little ugly and uncomfortable But there's just no other way of talking around it As we all know People are still dying from the cold We all know People are too scared of growing up We all know To fight in other people's world We all know Everyone and everything Can be bought or sold But what bothers me the most That it doesn't seem to bother us no more We gotta get this lie out of our heads That this is as good as it gets
And the people marching with their banners high It's just a fading fire in your granddad's eye But there ain't no way we're gonna make real change On the couch at home behind a Facebook page No, we ain't all equal and we all know that No simple song is gonna change that fact But there are also many who just can't fight back So while I can sing, well I'll do that 